I'm Mark DeRuva, MXGP of Lombardia. I guess first off we'll start with the big news from the last week. You've kind of added to your arsenal now, you've got Adam Sterry under your wing. Uh, just talk about how that came about, how the first week's been and your feelings going into Ottobiano. Um Well, I just got a call last week. Was it last week? Nah, the Thursday before France. My team boss called me and he said, yeah, Adam Sterry is coming to Holland. I said, okay. So you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna train him as well. I said okay, good. I'm motivated. So that that's basically how it went. Very short, because we are uh, in that in Holland. We don't make big stories. It's like that, and and especially where from where Harry is from. From the he's from the the the, um, the, um, the area of Rotterdam, and I'm from Amsterdam. That it's not so far, but we are very straight in talking. So. Uh, yeah, that's how it came uh, came along. Your role here is obviously team trainer, like, which is kind of a blanket thing. When you first came on, were you kind of keen to train Adam as well? Like, have you noticed things this season that you kind of want to help him fix, but obviously you couldn't until now? Well, you know, I don't want to interfere with 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 his former trainer or other trainers, but it's a little bit. I always think my way is the best. I'm a little bit like that, you know. I have that from my dad. He's also the best in everything, you know. You know how he, he talks like that. And with my experience, and you know, I don't want to. I don't talk about big about. You no, know, last year also with Pauls, he went world champion the first year I was there. And uh, then you always have people talking. Yeah, but you have the best bike. It's the best rider. But but it doesn't work like that. I tell you, I'm not gonna go in details. But it doesn't work like that at all. And then uh, then I started with Jet and with Ruben. And yeah. Basically, they are European Championship riders. Yeah, that's how it how it is. And uh, well, Ruben had some bad luck. He made some big crashes, but he's a little bit more work than, let's say, Jet. Jet, Jet, Jet. Uh, he, he absorbed everything like a sponge, you know. And uh, you saw that he made good results. You know, and you see, I don't want to, I don't want to name any names, but if you see other European Championship riders, they are the be- the best too. From, from from last year European Championship so something goes well I think and uh, I've been working with Adam this week and he did two 35 minute motos in the sand and he was not tired in the end so that's good Going more into your role within a team obviously your official title is trainer yes. are you involved with in more things behind yes. the scenes like so, say the team manager wants to sign a rider for next year yes. is it going to come to you yes. like are you involved yes. in everything. everything yes but that's always how it goes when I go somewhere I come as a trainer but in the end you're like the psychologist uh, uh, you give the, the you try to give the, the yeah the right advice you know and you know I also know how to not to do it so I try to avoid kids from that and uh, yeah that's basically it but yes I'm uh, for tired choice for handlebar position and things like that. Yes. Do you like that though? I guess it's kind yes. of it's like being a team manager, but without the pressure of being a team manager in a yes, way. I just not, I don't arrange the flights and all these things. Of course, that's not really do that. But uh, we all let's let me get get this clear. We all work very hard eh, in the team. And and the thing is, the problem is a little bit they come too fast now. Last year, yeah, I don't want to be talk, talk low about European Championship, but yeah, last year they were just a European Championship yeah. team, and now they come in uh, with the Kawasaki's, and then Jet start to beat factory riders, 
you know that that's, it's a little bit too fast. You know what I mean? They 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 miss us to f- few steps. They go straight bam to to podiums, you know. And I know factory teams like yeah, they watch you, you know. They don't like that. I know that because I've been also in teams. And then when some rider from another team like that, fuck, how is that possible? You know, we have the best bike, everything. But that's what I also it's not it's not about the bike only. It's a it's a package. I tell you. I guess that's where you can help though. Say, like, they obviously went straight to the podium with Jed and maybe didn't know how to handle those results and that success. You've been there, so I guess that's a unique perspective. Other trainers haven't been here even in the top 20, let alone winning GPs. Yes, yes. You know, the, the, the more pressure I have, the better I perform. I like that. I like to work on the pressure. You know, when you need to make the, 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 uh, um, the important decisions, I like that. You know, because I know I'm right. I'm right, 100%. And, uh, yeah, for me, it's, you know, but I'm already in the scene for 30 years now. And I ride GP since I was 15. So I'm 20 years in the GP scene. So, yeah, for me, it's just normal everything, you know. And, yeah, but I always want more. I hate losing, so. Did you have that same mentality as a racer? Yeah. And do you think that in some ways that maybe hurt you because you wanted yeah, so course. much so no, quickly that's, why, that's what hurt me a lot and uh, but it's from when you're being a kid I wanted to be first at the door first with my homework first first only one counted and that's also what happened you know like when I was leading world championship in 2003 we had a Dutch championship I won the first moto Eric Eggens was second second moto it was the other way around hey take it easy man now I wanted to win and I crashed and I dislocated my hip gone championship you know but it also brought me to races like I came from dead last to first you know so it also gave very nice moments but also bad ones have you had to calm any of your riders down in that respect have you seen kind of hints of yourself in them and been like take it easy like you've got years to kind of build into things like don't try and get too much too quickly. Yeah, I need to come. I need to come down Ruben all the time, eh? all the time. Ruben is quite bad with that, but uh, he's learning better now. He's finishing the races. He crashed less, but for him it just takes longer. Hey, and not everybody's the same. And uh, yeah, that's about it, you know. When you kind of agreed to come to this team, I'm guessing that maybe happened a little later because you didn't split from pools until, or at least it didn't become official until late. So I'm guessing you didn't have an input in the riders that this team signed for this year. Jed came late, so I don't know if that was maybe something you pushed. Jed was signed. Ruben, yeah, he's a part of the the home (laughs) of this this team. And uh, Adam was signed already, I think, but I I had no work anymore. Yeah, but that was that was not. I don't want to talk about because you know all the journalists want really want to talk about that. You know how that happened. But for my own, I keep that to myself how that happened. And uh, but it was very late. You know, that was not so nice for me. And uh, I made. I didn't go shopping. I made straight a call to Harry for say straight. I came to the workshop and we made a deal. That's how it went. And I just, yeah, Jet was there, and then Adam and Ruben. So you signed with a team, and then you got given a bit of paper that said, these are your two riders that you've got to work yeah. with. In your mind, were there things that you immediately like, right, 
Ruben needs to stop crashing. Yes. <laughs> and Jed, were there things that you went into the winter like, right, we need to fix this straight away? Well, Jed, last year he came only in March, I think, or something, I don't remember. So he missed all the European winter, yes? But the winter is so, so important, you know, that November, December, January, you cannot miss that. So that was also new for Jed, you know, he was riding in Holland in February, uh, sorry, in November, pulling roll-offs, and at home it's it's it's, it's uh, summer, you know, so it's a bit different for him. And Ruben also, you know, because uh, they're not used to like that winter program I had yet. That's not what I say, they were the European Championship, but yeah, I came in and we work. And uh, yes, so we did the, my winter program and it was tough for them because it's the first year, but it's the only way. Well, there's similarities to Paul's in that respect. Obviously, you don't want to talk about the split. Yes, we'll no, leave that alone. Uh, but when you started working with him, did he kind of need a similar push in the winter to get straight on it immediately? No, Paul's uh, because, yeah, he's also used to the cold. You know, he's from Latvia and stuff. It's different. It's different, you know. He's, he's, he's used to the cold and he comes from a different environment, you know. Like where he's from, there's... Yeah, there's absolutely nothing. You know, there's, he has his, his house, a lake and a track. You know, there's no surroundings, like, yeah. I mean, like a cinema and life, you know. So there he's, he, w- he was a little bit more focused on that. He's more used to it, let's say that, you know, to, to focus on one thing all the time. Yeah. And uh, I did the same program with him, but he knew this program already because he was in factory KTM. And yeah, they work like that for years already, you know. So they go to Italy, you know, Spain and like that. Through the winter then, obviously, you saw Jed every day, worked with him on his riding. Did you see that podiums were going to come really quickly? Like, yes. did you realise that big things were coming for him? Yes. I see that in... Uh, you know, I know I know he was really riding really well in Mar- in, uh, in, in, uh, fe- uh, in November and December. But then when we came to Red Sand to practice in January, then I really saw the potential. Then I told him already that it was going to happened some big things and maybe the sooner as he thought so say the injury to Jed had never happened and he'd continued to progress were there things that you'd kind of had in your mind that once we reach this step we're going to now begin to work on this and then you're going to need to work on this did you have a set plan for him through yeah. the entire season yes if, if no but because you need to do it you need to see it like this you know I came in Argentina I said Jed two top ten finishes is okay you know I can also say Hey, you were last year the last race on the podium. We go for podium this year. That now doesn't work. He finished eight and six or seven, and he was five overall. So that was more than we expected. And then uh, Spain, he had a real good race. Focus Swart, he put too much pressure on himself a little bit, and it was real cold. Bad start. Portugal, he finished third. You know, Arco was difficult, but yeah. Yeah, he, if, if he had the start, he would go with, uh, he would battle with Pauls and Prado. I don't say win, yeah. I don't say that, but he would taste, taste it, because now he got third in Portugal, just with a 4-4, four and four. not battling for the lead, but yeah. that, that he, he was on his way there. You're down to, well, you went down to one, now you're back to two. Uh, Ruben, other than not crashing, which I guess is kind of hard for you, because yeah. you don't have that hold on him during the race. Yes. What is it that you want him to kind of improve? He needs to be m- more smart. He's not smart enough at the moment. But like I said, not everybody's the same. 
but when he can make that click he's a real good rider because he had the raw speed he has also in France in the warming up he was second so that raw speed is good but now he needs to put it you know that's also the thing when the gate drops I cannot sit on the back with him you know hey Ruben do this hey Ruben do that you know you need to be on your own also sometime yeah and that he needs to figure out himself that I cannot do for him I guess it is good in a way because raw speed is the hardest thing to teach you can teach every single little yeah. thing but that that fire in- instinct to just pull the throttle and turn off your brain that's hard to introduce and he's got that yes what do you think his ceiling is then in MX2 do you think well this year maybe he's a building but where do you think he can get to yeah, maybe when he's lucky and, 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 and he gets a good start you know when everything falls into place maybe he finishes 5 one moto or something you know 5 and 8 but that, that's it for him this year he's not going to go for podiums or stuff that's it for him this year but maybe when he have a good race it's still for him his first year also and he need to learn because like I say from European Championship GP is a big step and you see from the other riders eh? because it's, uh, it's Ruben and Jet who are the best European riders who come from that championship moving on to uh, next year you say you're involved with everything does that mean that right now you're involved with watching other guys out there looking at who's good to sign who's not good to sign a silly season kind of in full effect for you yeah we are I think we're already done for next year is there anything you want to say? Or? No, 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 I cannot say it. You need to go to Natalie for that, not to me. Well, following on for that, though, you say you watched everyone, kind of saw things that riders were doing, riders that would be good for this team. Is there a rider who you don't work with and have never worked with, who you just see on a track each week and you know that if you could get involved, you could help them fix something? Like you just see someone making the same mistake over and over and over? You have many, eh? I would like to help... Uh because that's the problem with a little bit with those MXGP riders. You know, they think they know it already, you know. That's that's the problem. That's a big problem, you know. Like when you go to... Uh, yeah, Jeffrey, don't, what are you going to tell Jeffrey? But even to Jeffrey, you can tell yeah. things. You know, everybody can learn. And I, But I would like to... I like Jeremy Sewer. I like. Because he, he, he really wants it and he's working hard. He's good. But he also needs some because I see him a lot in Belgium. But that's my biggest thing. You have this, all these factory teams, yeah? Honda, Kawasaki. They spend a lot of money, yeah? And on the track, where the work needs to be, they're alone. How is that possible? That's impossible for me. I cannot understand that in these days, eh? back in the day, yes. But now they spend millions, yeah? And then they come to the track and, ah, what are we gonna do today? How is that possible? It's not possible. Do you feel like someone in your position then needs to kind of be a thing that every single team has? Obviously, there are only so many guys out there who are like you, let alone has the success that you had through your career. But do you feel like more people need to look at that? It's not all about having a fancy awning. It's, you need someone just yes. looking after these guys. Because I know I, I've seen, I don't know na- tell names, but I've seen guys struggle during the week and then they have no results on the weekend. And then like they're thrown out of the team. Yeah, but you also don't help the guy during the week. You need to work. How is that possible? Yeah, when you make a shit interview, yeah, somebody's come to you, or, hey, listen, it's maybe better to do it like this, yeah? Or he just let you go and you're fired. You know what I mean? That's the same thing in this. Is that kind of the one thing that bugs you then about MXGP and yes. the way the paddock, or is there something else that like you kind it. of wish you could no, fix? No, yeah, I just don't get that. You know, you have big trucks and everything, and then... And then, okay, yeah, they, then they just come to the, to the track with their mechanic. And 
yeah, they work just their moto and then, yeah, what? We kind of got to talk about it. You might not want to, so you can say no if you don't want to, but the split from Pauls last year. Everyone has kind of heard his side. He did an interview with MX Vice and kind of explained that he wanted someone who didn't point him as much. Like, he wanted to be able to pick his own lines and do that sort of thing. From your side, do you kind of... Did you accept that? Or do you kind of that's not, not the, understand? That's not the reason. But I don't explain more. That's not the reason. Did it come as a shock to you, though? Like, yes, were you yes. sat there fully prepared yes. to go with him? Yes. I'm still fucked about it. Even watching... But listen, even now... Uh, um, they're still putting things on the pit board, I see. They're still pointing him, you know? That's not the reason, but he's protecting me a little bit, but that's okay. I protect him also. I say nothing about it. I, I say nothing about him. We had a super year. We went world champion together. I, I cherish that moment. That You know, that's something maybe I will never have again in my life, you know? It's possible. And uh, I have a lot of respect for Paul. I like him. He's my buddy. And I don't blame him for the decision. Finally then, you're kind of quite at home with this team. You've got every rider now, which is seems like the ideal situation for you. Are you happy here? Like, if you had your way, would you be with this team for the next 10 years? Yes. Are I'm you? very happy here because they let me do my own thing. And that's then, important. Is there nothing that you kind of want to fix with your programme for next year? No, they, they, they do my programme next year. If I say, you know, you need to get trust a little bit, of course. But some things already happened, and I've, I have the trust from the team manager, from Harry Fase. All's good, then. All's good. No, I really want to stay. I want to build this team, and I want to, I want to shock the factory teams, because they will stay Kawasaki always. You have a Kawasaki heart, you know. But we're working on it. You will see.